Gotta have that 70s fishbowl music playing. Right, was it so a long week? Here, yeah, was it a long week waiting for this? Because we're about to get into it. Episode 82. Two. And the continuation of our ex-Mormon friends who, surprise, they're fucking swingers. <laughs> we're about to find out all things pineapple. And... Uh, I don't know. I hope it's, I, I think it can only be as interesting, if not more than the last podcast. And if you haven't heard the last podcast, you certainly should listen to it. It will give you all the background on these two that you possibly need. So <laughs> let's get into it. Oh, uh, Look at you speechless. Should who we? Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Like in awe of these two beings in front of me right now. So. <laughs> um, what's that? So this has been amazing. It ha- it yes, it truly has been. Um, I mean, I guess like, can we start with how this started? How do you go from Mormon being? ashamed of sex and having fears and guilt and everything surrounded by like surrounded by that to was there a correlation was there a correlation between the religion and the lifestyle that you decided to get into or were they completely separate so i'll i'll answer that question i'll kind of go back in time i was laying in bed one morning as i was contemplating us leaving the church and we were, we, I mean, we'd just both been through a lot over the last previous year. And I was thinking, when, when was happiest? <laughs> she laughs at this story. Yeah. And I was thinking back to our, I mean, we've been married 15 years, you know. Wow. And um, I guess it's going to sound kind of bad, but I, <laughs> I remember her, like, meeting her in college when she was sort of this, like, pseudo- Mormon party girl. And I say pseudo because <laughs> it was Mormon, Mormon standards. standards. <laughs> she used to love to go out dancing and she loves dancing. And, and um, it had all sort of like, we'd had these experiences, which I'll describe here in a minute. And, um, you know, she loved, you know, when we'd go out, when we had gone out dancing in the previous months, she had all this attention from other dudes and you could tell she was like, it helped her feel good about herself and, you know, self-esteem and all that. And I, and I rolled over and I was like, what do you think about fucking other people (laughs) on the table? I just was like, I mean, I was scared shitless, like, but it really came from a place of like, I think she'd have a lot of fun doing this. And I would too, but like, yeah. <laughs> it was probably like 65, 65, 35. Like I, I could have fun, but, but as an empathetic individual, it, it came from a place of like, I'll bet we could have a lot of fun doing this. And so I, I just blurted it out there. We were laying in bed. He one did. Morning. It was one morning and it was so random. I remember being like, oh my God. From <laughs> dancing the night before, uh-huh, we were dancing the night before, and so we were waking up, and he just rolled over and asked me that question. And she got this grin on her face, and I swear to God, there was a glint in her eye of like, 
no, I swear to God. Right. Like, this like, glint in her eye of, like, yeah. You're full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to see. You saw what you wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> and, and instantly I was like, yeah, this could be a reality. Mm-hmm. So going back a few months before that, mm-hmm. we had that those two couples. And the naked hot tub couples. Naked hot tub stuff. And it sort of evolved into this thing where we would all get naked and there would be like touching and bit, brushing yeah. up just and be little, like, yeah. oh shit, her thigh just brushed my penis, you know, like, <laughs> oh my God. Like, you know, like, or, or my one of my buddies would like hug her and like, you know, touch her breast. And it was like these things that were like, hey, were you okay with that? And we would prop it, it, it started this discussion between the two of us and it started getting more and more fun to where it turned into kissing mm-hmm. a little smooch here and there. And then it turned into like making out. And then it turned into what we call in the swimmer community, soft swapping. You know, we're not talking about penetrative sex, but like third base type play <laughs> situations. A little jerk off action. Yeah. And, and, and this was in and out of the yeah, hot tub. In and, out. And, and was this before, before or after you rolled over in the bed and blurted out? Before. 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 Okay. Okay. So while all of this is happening, I, without Summer really knowing, I started listening to a lot of podcasts. You know, shout out to Normalizing Non-Monogamy. Super fucking cool, cool podcast because some of the podcasts you'll listen to are kind of relatively crass, at least for my my Mormon transition, early Mormon transition, they were crass where I was like, I don't want to hear that shit. Like <laughs> we can be kind of crass sometimes. Sorry. I don't know. I don't know how many times. Well, I say that I say that at the time it was hard for me to hear that sort of thing. And so I found a podcast that wasn't so crap, relatively crass. Now I'm like, give me the crap. <laughs> at the time it was like, at the time it was like uh, it's hard to hear that sort of stuff and feel comfortable. So this podcast, Normalizing Non-Monogamy, they just bring people on and they interview them. Mm-hmm. They're people in the lifestyle. They're people who are swingers in some form or another. They're, they have a non-traditional relationship style. And they just tell their story. How did you get into this? Why did you get into this? What did you do that you would do different? Well, how did you fuck up? What was funny? And I really love listening to these podcasts. And, and one of the, the jobs that I was working at the time, I was driving all over Southern California in the middle of the night or odd hours of the day. And I would just listen to hours and hours of this podcast. And I'd send the fun ones and the good ones. Be like, like, send me the good ones. <laughs> listen to this, you know. Actually, that happened later. Yeah. That happened later ones after. That happened after that morning where mm-hmm. I rolled over, where I'd start singing to them. But I'm listening to all this stuff being like, wow, this is like not what I thought it was. Like, this is all predicated upon clear communication and honesty and being upfront and setting boundaries. Like, holy shit, they talk a lot about boundaries and consent and, and fun. And, and, yeah, and a lot of fun, you know? And so I'm, I'm hearing all of this and processing it. And it's like, I don't see anything wrong with this, you know, and that both people are on board. It's all about being upfront. Like I said, all those things. So all of this is going on while I'm listening to these podcasts. Well, we began to suspect that the four of them were fucking, which was a big deal for Mormon. I suspected that myself. 
when you go through the, when you go through when you go through the Mormon temple, you covenant to God that you will have no sexual relationship with anyone but your partner. That's a bit that's celestial kingdom material right there. <laughs> so like this is a big deal, right? And um we suspected the four of them were fucking. Like we'd catch them like making out, like, like hardcore. Yeah. We'd catch no, we these, yeah. these things where it was really like cool. something's going on here yeah. that like is more than what we're doing. Yeah. So then they they tell us, hey, look, we're going to San Diego this weekend. Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh shit, they're gonna invite <laughs> yeah. us. We're gonna go to San Diego and fuck. Like, is this what we're gonna is this what we want? Like it, yeah. it, it, it instigated this conversation between us, like, holy shit, is this for real? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, well, hey, let's go to dinner before we go to before San Diego. So we're like, cool. We go to dinner and um, we're like kind of giddy. You know, we kind of have this like little bit of expectation. <laughs> and they end up telling us that they're in a polyamorous relationship between the four of them. Mm-hmm. And without saying it, you're not invited. Yeah. Oh. It wasn't direct, but it was very much like, yeah, it was very much like, hey, this is kind of what we're doing. Yeah. But we're like kind of in a relationship. We're like, oh, okay, okay. So it was it was more serious than we thought it was. <laughs> yeah. So was that there kind of like setting a boundary from the early things that had happened in the hot tub kind of yeah. thing where they were like, okay, wait a minute, like this is going too far. Like we're the four of us. Yeah, here. I, would even, I would even go as far as to say that we caused some I think we caused a little strife yeah. between the four of them because yeah. I had a connection with one of the females. She had a connection with one of the males. Mm-hmm. And I would think that we caused some jealousy a between bit, the four yeah, of them. Okay. That's fine. I think that's normal to be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, unbeknownst to us, we didn't know that we, we were, you know. So we, we left that kind of like, like um, fuck you okay. guys. Okay. Like, yeah. Well, we left because we were having so much fun. Yeah, like yeah. we want to be invited to the fucking yeah. party. Come on, no. quite literally. Yeah. So hold on. is it like being a man that was just rejected by a woman, but for like a team? Yes. Yeah, totally that's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt twice as bad. <laughs> like, well, here's we're my fucking so ego. <laughs> well, fuck y'all, then. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you anyway. <laughs> So, and what was so serendipitous about that is that that then put us on this path of like, one, fuck you guys. Yeah. Two, can we do this just the two of us? Yeah. Is this in our DNA? Is this in our cards? Yeah. And so at that point is when I brought it up and I said, hey, what do you think about this? Like, and that prompted a discussion all that morning, like, mm-hmm. okay, well, what would that look for? What would that look like for us? Okay. Um, we've heard a lot of people set up really strict boundaries up first. Okay, so what are our strict boundaries to start with? Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's put us on this pathway where we're actually talking about it. Mm-hmm. A few weeks went by. I don't know how long went by, but it was a yeah, while yeah. where I had heard on one of the podcasts about them going to a swinger lifestyle club. And I was like, what the fuck? Is that a thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is where people go and, you know, fuck. So I started Googling it. Actually, the first podcast I listened to was in Southern California. And he described going to a swinger club in Southern California. 
I was like, well, fuck, we're in Southern California. It was 20 minutes from our house. 20 minutes, yeah. <laughs> 20 fucking minutes from our house is this like super famous Freedom Acres mm-hmm. lifestyle resort. I don't know that they're still open. I think they closed they're, as a result of the pandemic. Anymore, yeah. I was like, oh my God. Like, yeah. And that's when shit got real, you know, like, okay, are we really going to dip our toes <laughs> in the pond? Yeah. So can I lead into that? Is that cool? Yeah. yeah. So... <laughs> we we look it up we're like cool we understand all the we read through the website we show up and there's a fuck ton of people there like the parking lot is full like and you we're like, get off this exit and it looks so dark like there's it doesn't even look like there's really anything there and so it's like oh i think this is where we turn in and i was like okay then we like come around the parking lot and there were so many cars there. I was so shocked. I was shocked. And so I was like, this was your first, our first lifestyle, anything. Yeah. Yeah. Outside of the four people in the yeah. hot tub. Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Talk about intimidating. <laughs> yeah, no so kidding. No we kidding. pull up to this car and this beautiful older black woman gets out of the car wearing lingerie. Well, she had lingerie, but then she had this big. And then like, she pulls this coat. big fur coat big over her lingerie, oh and I was like, "This is the oh, right place." Like, <laughs> well, I I show up as a female. Like, I wasn't sure what you know. I'm still new to all this. Like, I had on a long sleeve shirt. And I had on shorts, which are shorter for me, you know, but I have a long sleeve shirt on in these shorts. And I was like, oh my God, what am I doing here? Like, I am so overdressed. I was like, whatever. we're going to roll with it. We're going to roll with it. Well, we so sat, we sat in the car, sat in like the car for a while. What are we, okay. Are we going to do this? Like, <laughs> and so finally we just said, okay, we're going to go inside. If we're not comfortable, we'll just leave. Yeah. I was like, it's that easy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we walk in and at the very front, you know, you can't see anything. You walk in and there's this little room and you have to check in, give them your IDs. They kind of give you the rundown, you know, you pay your fees and they're like, oh, you're new. We're going to give you a tour. Okay. So we're like, okay. So it's this sweet old lady uh-huh. who's giving us a tour. And she, while we walk in and first when you walk in, there's this little dance club area with a stripper pole and a DJ. We walk up to the stairs and to the right is another dance floor with more like stripper bigger, poles. Yeah. And to the left is a place where you can eat. Mm-hmm. Not to mention there's TVs all Everywhere. over the place playing porn, like yeah. full on penetrative penis and vagina, just your standard <laughs> typical porn. This is the first time that she's been exposed to porn. Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh, shit. What? <laughs> like, whoa. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so they show us around. We're like looking at everyone, like, what the fuck are we doing here? She's like, like this is what you expected from me when you got married, you disgusting pig. So then they take us back to the play area. Now, the way this club was set up is there was no, and when we use the term play, we're talking about sexual activity. That's the common jargon in the lifestyles. Play is sexual activity. There's no sexual activity in the dance floor areas. Mm-hmm. Women can show their tits, but that's it. There's no other nudity. You go into the play area, and that's the only place where any sort of sexual activity happens. So we have to work our way past this little table and a security guard where there's condoms and towels. Mm-hmm. And then we work 
there's locker rooms and showers and and then we make our way into the actual play area. Now there's <laughs> there's it was nice because they said only couples are allowed back there on this night. No single males. You cannot be back in this area by yourself as a for, single for male that specific night. for that yeah. night. Yeah. We walked back in there and there is no one in there. Like it's empty. It was early in the night. Early. Okay. It was early in the night. Is this still on the tour or is like the tour done? Okay. It's this sweet old lady walking us around. (laughs) You started to bang the old lady, didn't you? (laughs) (laughs) That was later. That was later where I went to love older ladies. (laughs) I didn't know that at this point in time. So we walked back there and all we hear is this. I know that sound. <laughs> the whole fucking time we're on this we're tour like, in the black play area, we just hear you clapping. Can't, you can't see anyone. You can't see anyone. So I was like, what in the world? It was funny. So there's like glory holes and sex yes. swings and little cubbies and voyeuristic areas. And there's like and- different levels of like beds. So like there's like some bunk beds you can go up on here and then there's some down below and there's some up here. Like it was, it was really cool. There's a place for group orgy play. Yeah, like, like there's any, huge beds. Anything and- you could think of was like, how big was this place? It was big. It was, it was big. big. This is extravagant. Like, wa- like Walmart big? Like oh, it had different Walmart, wings, big. But, but it had different, yeah. Maybe different like a Walmart sure. Fresh Market. Big. There you go. Oh okay. God. All right. I mean, that's okay. still pretty big. Still pretty big. Is it we're like, Walmart Fresh Market to sponsor this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so, the tour ends, and she's like, "All right, have some fun," and we're like. We're like, oh, okay. So we okay. walk up to the food area and we're like, oh, and there was a bar over there too where you just all bring your own beer, bring your own liquor. So we check our liquor in behind the counter and the bartender's like, it's put, your, put your name on this label and we'll put it on your alcohol. So I write I my name. strip clubs like that. Yeah. yeah. I write my name yeah, Jorgen on this, on this uh, <laughs> stick and he puts it on our bottle and he gives me this big grin and says, thanks, man. Happy to have you here or something like that, you know? So then we're like, well, should we don't know what to do. We're like mortified. We're like wallflowers. We're like, well, let's get some food. Like, so mm-hmm. we we walk over. We're like the most clothed people in the whole joint. Yeah. And we dish off <laughs> some meatballs and some fruit onto our plate. And we go sit on the var- very back table. We're just like observing the whole time, just watching, you know. And, and shout out to our friends. If they listen to this, they'll know who we're talking about. But we saw these two people on a dance floor, and this dude was fucking cool. Like we look at this dude, and I was like, "That dude, uh-huh. I want to, I want to know that I dude. Get to know him. Yeah. He looks like Prince. Uh huh. <laughs> extravagant hair. Yeah. He's just having a fucking good time. And I'm yeah. like, damn, like that guy's fucking cool. <laughs> he's like six. I'm not tall, but he's like he's tall. He's like yeah, six he's four, six five, five, maybe taller. Forgive me. <laughs> well, next thing we know, they him and his girl come up to us, and they're like, hey. We've never seen like, you guys here before. You guys knew. I was like, how did you know? Wow. <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> the long sleeves. I don't know. They were like, they were like fresh <laughs> meat. <laughs> Is it my eyes that are wide as fucking Brian? <laughs> 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 okay, so they just introduced themselves to us and they're super friendly. Mm-hmm. And um, they're like, you guys should come out on the dance floor with us. We're like, okay, cool. Like, they take us out on the dance floor. They introduce us to some of their friends. Mm-hmm. At some point, I went to go refill our drinks. And I went up to the bartender. And I was like, hey, man, uh, I'm Jorgen. And he's like, 
I know who you fucking are, dude. And he goes and he gets my liquor and pours us up some liquor. And he's like, hold on. And he comes around and gives me a hug. And he's like, welcome to our club. Oh, my like, gosh. Who the fuck are these people? Yeah. You know, and he, he, he listens to this. He knows who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, he does. He to his wife. And we were like, that night, you know, we, we snuck into the back room at one point when it wasn't so crowded and had some fun ourselves. Yeah. But when we left that night, it was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, that was a lot better of an experience than we had anticipated. Mm-hmm. I would note, though, I think that's a relatively unusual experience. Mm-hmm. We had people come up to us and address us. Mm-hmm. I think when you, you know, we've heard a lot of people who go to swinger clubs for their first time that they that stick in the wallflower like what we did. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for those people, we probably wouldn't have gone back. Those yeah. people went out of their way to introduce themselves to us. Mm-hmm. We've heard time and time again, people saying, well, we went to the club and no one talked to us. <laughs> yeah. So those who are thinking about going to the club, like I promise you, if you go out of your way to introduce yourselves to people, like they're cool. Mm-hmm. For the most part, there's assholes out there for sure. But for the most part, people are cool, especially in the lifestyle. They're welcoming and they're mostly genuine Mm -hmm. in our experience. So I would say if if you're thinking about going to a lifestyle club or a sex club for your first time, go out of your way to introduce yourself to people. Because I promise you, if you're cool, they'll, they'll see that and they'll welcome you. And you'll likely have the same experience that we had. So before we left that night, they said, hey, there's a birthday party here next week. You guys should come back. We were like, okay. So we were like, well, maybe like, <laughs> oh. we'll see. Right. Yeah. So yeah, last hard to get minute. guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so last minute, the next week, we're like, yeah, let's go. Let's just go. We just show up. And these people welcome They're us there. with open arms. Mm-hmm. They're like, hey, you came, you know, come meet our friends. Did you change your dress code at all the second time around or like yeah. long sleeves again? Did it become a first night or second night? What? But they had like the mess. Second night. Oh, was it? Okay. Sorry. Oh, I yeah. I forgot oh, yeah. about that. No, I definitely changed my dress code. I felt very, um, I did order a little bit skimpier dress on Amazon. It was okay. A cocktail dress. It wasn't, you know, nothing like what everyone else was wearing. But I was like, for yeah. me, it was okay. You know, yeah. so I did order it. And I was elated to see her so wear excited. something like a little bit more risque. You know, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the second night. Yeah. yeah. So we were there for, so we were there and we met them. And then they had this, like, so they had this competition once a year, I guess. And um, it was called like Miss FA. So whoever won this competition, they got free entrance to the club for a year, I think is what it was. Mm -hmm. So it was this competition. And so we're sitting there and close to the dance floor and they they play the same song for every woman. It's like a nine inch nails song. Nine inch nails song. Oh, it was a super sexy song though. I was really shocked by it all. But like, so these women are up there and they're on these dance poles and they're like stripping and basically most, a lot of them mostly were naked. Like by the end of the song, one of them standing up there with a vibrator on her pussy. Yeah, I was like, like, oh my God. Like it was, I mean, I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) But at the time, mind boggling to see this though. Like what the, yeah, yeah. This is so crazy, but it was, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was so good. So we met a bunch of people and they're like, Hey, we're having a house party at Lake Havasu in Arizona in a few weeks. You guys should come. We're like, cool. 
course, we talk about it and we're like, yeah, we'll go. So we drive the three or four hours out to Lake Havasu and we just show up to this random house in the middle of fucking like knock on the door and they're like, party scene, like, come on in. Like, and there we met even more people. Mm -hmm. We met some really good motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. And I say that genuinely, Mm -hmm. you know, people of the palace, you know what I'm talking about when you Mm -hmm. hear this, like they welcomed us with so much love and so much non-judgmental come as you are attitude that we found our home. We found a group of people who were all lifestyle friendly that didn't give a fuck your background, didn't give a fuck who you were. As long as you brought good energy, like you were welcome in this place. Mm-hmm. And that was the the new the new chapter for us is when we we entered the palace. That's our mm-hmm. that's what our friends call their home. They call it, yeah, the palace. And um, it was beautiful. We 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 met people and and there we, you know, that was that was early 2019, mid 2019. Mm-hmm. And um, I think our from there, it sort of flourished into meeting other people and getting into other house parties and just meeting this beautiful community in Southern California of people that it was just welcoming us and who we were as we were. And um, we had our, our first sexual experiences with other people and got transitioned into, a, and we can talk about this more in more detail, mm-hmm. but um, it was very serendipitous, the people we met. And the goodness and the respect that people showed. You know, we'd go yeah. to a club and I'd be like, I'm going to the bathroom. I'd come back and there'd be like three dudes, you a know, trying to a night, a nightclub. And there'd be like, like three dudes grabbing her ass, trying to hit on her. And she'd be like, yeah. don't fucking leave me at the club. Like, this is- <laughs> 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 I don't know what She is not a victim. I that's for sure. She enjoys lying. all of that attention. I enjoyed it, but I was like, hey, I'm just like, you know. <laughs> But like, but at the, but anything lifestyle, it wasn't that way. It's extraordinarily mm-hmm. respectful. So as we entered into this world of getting more and more exposed to lifestyle, we were listening to more and more podcasts, having, dipping our toes in, in deeper and deeper experiences and able to talk about it and be like, how did you feel about that? How did you feel when I did this? How did you feel when you did that? Are you okay with it? Yeah. You know, what was doing this next time look like? And, and, um, I read a book, shout out to the ethical slut. It's a beautiful it's like book, the yeah. it's like the Bible for all things lifestyle. I, I actually think I've heard of that one. Like genuinely. And this wasn't any like prior research or anything. Last night's research was strictly the, the whole Mormonism thing. Like <laughs> I, I I didn't research this. I felt like I could do this this one without. <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. that book lays it out very good. Mm-hmm. Like the, you know, you're going to face jealousy. This is, these are ways you can approach it. These are ways you can handle it. You know, the, it introduced this concept of compersion, which really resonated within me, you know. And that's essentially the opposite of jealousy in that you feel happiness when you see your partner having a good time. Your partner's pleasure results in you feeling rewarded or, or happiness, you know. And I was like, I get yeah, that. I, I get that. Yeah, I get that. And so it really serendipitously happened such that we had these really incremental experiences as we were learning and educating ourselves. And I can't place enough emphasis on the education aspect of it. I really can't. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm hesitant to say this, but I'm in education and learning and, and, and 
feelings and emotions. You know, thanks, Dad. Like, <laughs> deeply within me, where it's like, I feel shit. But at the same time, if I can communicate my way through my expectations and what I feel, like, and, and it can be reciprocated and responded to well healthily, then fuck yeah, let's move forward with this. You know, and of course, we've had our hiccups and our bumps and opportunities Absolutely. to upset each other. But the ethical slut sort of says this idea that, like, you're going to do that. And when it happens, be eager to forgive each other and eager to understand each other's perspective and point of view. And for us, it was all fucking brand new. So, of course, we're going to be excited when we find ourselves in this situation. And if you fuck up, own it, apologize, and be eager to forgive and move on. And build yeah. upon it. You can learn to, to trust each other through these experiences. Yeah. And that's what we did. And do you feel like, um, so obviously you're referencing a ton of self-education that you guys did early on. Is this something that you're still continuing to learn every single day? Or do you feel like you are very settled and comfortable and that like... The, you found your place and <laughs> oh no it's absolutely um well and we've moved around a little bit too so like it's it's different like other you know different places it's easier to find and starting like california you know there's a ton of different people and like mm-hmm. as moving around has been a little bit harder in finding different places you can definitely find it but you have to know what you're looking for definitely well, look for it yeah yeah, yeah. As far as the education component goes, I would say absolutely yes, Mm -hmm. because as we've seen our relationship evolve over the years that we've been doing this, like we've become more comfortable with things that initially we wouldn't have been comfortable Mm with. Okay, sure. Even the last year, we've evolved into playing separate. Mm -hmm. Like as couples, it's hard to really kind of line up that thing. Like I'm attracted to her. She's attracted to him. That's hard to line up. Yeah. Like right. So yeah. Am I comfortable with yeah. her going and doing something by herself? That's something that we've evolved into to where we can say, yes, we're both comfortable in those sorts of situations. But as that sort of play dynamic has evolved, it's put us in different places to acknowledge our vulnerabilities, mm-hmm. you know, like our jealousies. And so I think as we've continued to do this, the answer to your question would be yes. That as we've evolved and taken on different dynamics, we've had to really introspectively look within ourselves. You know, what is our, what are our codependent relationship styles? You know, and if, if I'm going to let you go off and have this wild night with a bunch of people and me not be there, I have to be pretty fucking comfortable with myself. Yeah. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. (laughs) Absolutely. But being able to acknowledge those feelings and talk about them and, you know, and this is both ways. We both had opportunities to do this. You know, how are we going to handle that if I do get jealous? You know, and yeah. so I think the what's so beautiful about this, and it seems so counterintuitive, is that we've it's drawn us closer together mm-hmm. as we've remained honest with each other. Yeah. As we've remained open with each other about our wants and our desires, when we're able to communicate the things that have hurt us or the things that are wonderful and beautiful, like it brings us closer together. I can't Has, emphasize the education component enough. Like if you yeah. wanted to be chosen this, buy the ethical slut, listen to the podcasts, have those tough conversations with your partner because the world's your fucking oyster and you can have a yeah. lot of fun if you're willing to work together hand in hand. 
I think that so, goes. I, I think that goes for pretty much any alternative sexual lifestyle. Hundred percent, like, especially if you're first getting into. Educate yourself, really honestly, yeah. for anything in fucking life. But really, educate yourself first on what it is, so you have at least a little bit of understanding of what you're getting your ass into. Quite literally, sometimes. And I think that podcast normalizing non-monogamy did us a lot of favors when they would talk about how they had fucked up, because now sure. you're hearing things they did wrong. Yeah. And you're like, and that saved us a couple of times, you know, where some, we'd see some sort of behavior between a couple and be like, they're not on the same page. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Yeah, for we're sure. Out. We're out. We, we, we send you guys love. We wish you the best, but we're going to pass. Yeah. We're playing with it with them. So yeah. Education, crucial. Yeah. So two things that I have kind of been wondering, um, I'm going to ask the one first that I'm a little bit more afraid that I'm going to forget if I don't say. And and that is, um, have you guys ever been in, like you you mentioned being in the right mindset and headspace and stuff. Have you ever had a night where you're intending on going out and you're just like, I'm I'm not in the right place for myself right now. Um, Maybe, maybe your, your partner, it, is there but you're not like do you ever call off even going out going out to to an event or um like has that ever happened um so one thing that we like to talk about um before we even like go anywhere is um where's your headspace and how are you feeling about yourself because a lot of times it's like my maybe i'm you know maybe i'm not feeling super confident about myself tonight or like you know my headspace is here or, Hey, I'm doing, I'm feeling really good about myself. How are you feeling about yourself? Absolutely. And so that's kind of a conversation that we have before we even, you know, decide to. That's on the drive to the event. To, that's to what we do. Have <laughs> 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 ever you turn? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we just have like a yeah. big conversation about it. And then it's like, okay, what are your boundaries tonight? Are there like anything specifically or anyone specifically that you need me to be, you know, more, um, you know, concerned about with you that I need to be, like pay more attention to you, stuff like that. So we try to have these, or we definitely do have we these do. conversations yeah. every, every place that we go is to have the open communication. Yeah. Um, and definitely like, yeah, I mean, if one of us is not feeling it, absolutely. Like we definitely try and have that conversation before we even, you know, even get in the car. But once we're in the car, it's like, how are you feeling about yourself? Are you feeling confident enough that if, you know, something were to happen and like you are by yourself for whatever span of time, like you're okay. Being yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm doing awesome. Like, yeah, let's move forward. And so it's like, okay, cool. How are you feeling about this? What are your boundaries tonight? And so, because okay. any boundary that you have can change from night to night, mm-hmm. you know, whether that's yes. like, like oh, be okay tonight, but tomorrow night, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not feeling it so much. So it's like, so if it's cool, we're just going to you know, just hang out tonight or whatever. And it's like, awesome. And so we try to yeah. be super respectful of what, how each other is feeling the, the night. Or Absolutely. Something. I feel that, I feel that in regards to BDSM as well. I, I, I don't know how you feel, but I, I definitely think that that kind of like ebbs and flows where there's, there's nights where you're feeling one thing and not another. And uh, there's, there's nights when you're feeling it all and there's nights when you're feeling none of it. So yeah, that was, that was kind of like where that curiosity stemmed from. Um, and then the, the other question that I kind of had on my mind there was, you know, you guys have really, I feel like done a thorough job emphasizing the, uh, 
education aspect, whether that's podcasts or books, um, do you feel like you guys have learned anything through this that wasn't from those podcasts or those books? Or do you feel like pretty much all of your learning, like they cover it, they, they nail it all. <laughs> what do you mean, babe? That's a great question. Um, I, so one thing, well, I'll, I'll touch a little bit of base on, um, one thing that they don't really talk about, and you know, like we had discussed in the previous podcast about like our religious background is for me was like, even coming into my own like sexuality and like being comfortable with it. Whereas like, you know, I go to the club first and I'm like, I'm wearing the most clothes there are there. And so it was like, there wasn't really a whole lot of discussion, at least that I couldn't find for me pertaining to that and like being comfortable with um, even my own sexuality. Yeah. Showing some skin or like, you know, like, oh, you know, I don't know how I feel about wearing this tonight. Like, what do you think? How does, you know, sure. it was a big old, big old step for me to be even be like coming into that. And so I, I let, I wish that there was at least for, in my case, I wish there was a little bit more out there about that, but it was a huge journey for me, even, um, just being comfortable with that sexuality. And we had found such a good group of friends that we would, and I, I kind of think that it was somewhat um, grateful for COVID and that like things were more like house parties and it, things were like smaller parties and became more like closer with friends that it became that comfort level for me to, okay, we're going to go to this party and it's okay for me to wear this. And it's okay for me to eventually become comfortable where we're like, oh, I was yeah. wearing laundry and other people were like seeing me in that regard. And it was like a huge step for me. So for me, and being comfortable with that was a learning progress for me just with experience and finding that out in yeah. general. Um, so did you make him buy you a fur coat and some lingerie or what? <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time I had the best friends. I remember the first time I was like, okay, you know, I'm just going to do it. Like I was feeling it. So me and one of my really good friends, we went upstairs and we changed and we walked down the stairs and I was in my laundry. And of course I was, you know, I'm like, it's okay. We're going to do this. And I walked down and like two or three of my guy friends were like cheering and like coming on. I was like, oh my God. Okay. Now I feel like I'm freaking embarrassed, you know? Yeah. And they were like the best of friends to make me feel so good about myself uh, and feel so comfortable about it all. Like it was, it was awesome. It was a really yeah. good day. So it helps being around good people that are super yeah. supportive. They sound really, really good. <laughs> they were great. They I would, were great. I would say for me that the books, and this is maybe the hippie side of me shining <laughs> through a little bit, The how much like connectedness and beauty you can feel with other humans mm-hmm. when you're in a group play setting where everyone's on the same page. Where yeah. and that going into that, you have to, it's very, you have to be very careful about how you set those sort of dynamics up. You know, you can't have just anyone in a group play setting because one person can fuck the whole thing up real quick mm-hmm. and easy. Yeah. But if you go into a group play setting, and we've had several with a handful of people, you know, um, you know, you go in with 10, 12 people and everyone's cool, everyone's respectful, everyone's on the same page, everyone values consent. You have a consent circle to begin it. 
mm-hmm. you know, and every, what I'm getting at is those sorts of experiences where multiple people are working to pleasure one person, or maybe you're that person who's being pleasured. There's so much connectedness and beauty in that. That it, it and I say this genuinely, like makes my God heart damn sad right that more is. people don't. <laughs> but it makes my heart sad that more people don't get to experience that level of connectedness on a sexual, mm-hmm. in a sexual level, place. Yeah. Like, there's been times where we've had six or eight people, and we all get off, and then we all just lay there and cuddle, mm-hmm. and it's fucking cool. That it's would be the beautiful. fuck out. <laughs> Don't even try and act. Has everyone like that. gotten off? I'm out, bitches. <laughs> cool. We'll 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 get the door for you. But we're gonna hang back for a minute. All right. Yeah. Don't let him pull you. He will cuddle, and and he will enjoy it. But he but just like, wants to have a space with. <laughs> it's fun. <laughs> moments of connectedness with people, though, it's like this is what life's about. If more people have. <laughs> If more people had orgies with good people, the world would be a better fucking place. I <laughs> as hippie as that sounds, it's my experience, you know. That, just that, even good sexual experiences with more people. You know? There's a lot of beauty to be had in that. And a lot no, of mess. Go ahead. <laughs> it, can, it can get messy. It's, Literally. It's a, it should. Yeah. I mean, if it's not messy, was it even worth it? Yeah. <laughs> so before I get into, I have questions about the kink aspect of that lifestyle. But before yeah. I get into that, I I want to ask this question. And you guys claim you've been asked everything, so you've probably been asked this before, but I have to ask it. Do you think your decision to get into that lifestyle was how do I word this? Um, not based around the fact that you were in a religion, but like the fact that you were in a religion and, you know, you were virgins until you were, you're both virgins. So you were married, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, do you think that played a part in later on down the road being like, cause I mean, I, not married. Couldn't tell you how much sex I have. I've had, I really don't know, mm-hmm. but when you don't have that, I would like, for me, I would feel like, man, fuck, I missed out on some shit. To go from like one extreme to like uh, another extreme. Yeah. I feel like he's more so asking like, is is this your way of exploring because you missed the exploration as a teenager or, you know, young adult that, you know, someone who, who wasn't, who, who didn't get married young and who didn't get married a virgin, you know, you have a degree of sexual exploration on some sort of scale that you guys never had. Yeah. We've heard people say that before. Yeah. Like, oh, you guys are just trying to catch up. And... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. It wasn't, it wasn't a statement. I was just asking a question. Jesus. No, no, I'm not offended by it, but like, that's not the first time we've heard people yeah. like say that. And I, and to you, I would yeah. just say like, well, we're having a lot more fun than you I'm right now, so suck it <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that's exciting. I don't know. I would challenge you on that. <laughs> no, I, I, say that I say that joking. I think, no, yeah. I think the answer to your question no, is probably, terrible. yeah, there's probably. probably a component to that. I mean, there probably, I mean, there probably could be some exploration to it or just like even finding even more sexually what we enjoy, you know, like that we didn't get to early on in life. But yeah. I, I joke around by saying that we were born again 
when we left religion. Mm. Oh, I'm sure and there's that, a lot of truth to that. It yeah. gave us a new start to, yeah. to a, a fully clean slate to say, yeah. what do you want? Permission. Yeah. yeah. And I think yeah. pleasure is a big part of that. Yeah. And we're in a place where we, we, I don't think we're really held back. I don't think we really feel guilt anymore. I don't mm-hmm. think we really, yeah. everything yeah, we try and that. do is very intentional. Mm-hmm. We talk a fuck ton, probably too much. <laughs> um, it's intentional and pleasure is fun. And having meaningful, yeah. meaningful connections, like, and this is really how we see it: is it's like we can have a meaningful connection and experience right now because that's all we have. Yeah. You know, we're not trying to fill emotional holes, just physical ones. Like we're just trying to, like, same brother, same. <laughs> we're just trying to have fun. We call it our hobby. Yeah, like, like that's we really call it our hobby. It's our hobby, yeah. like. Y'all, other adults like to go out and have some drinks and watch a movie. We like to go out and have orgasms with other people. <laughs> like, and we come back and we have our lives and we live together and our lives are meaningful. It's not, our relationship isn't predicated upon sex. We have a great mm-hmm. sex life that's continuing to evolve. And, um, I mean, I will say, sitting sitting here listening to you guys talk about this, it certainly does not sound like two people that are solely trying to catch up, per se. Like, this sounds right. truly enlightened. and Psycholo- From a psychological aspect, I had to ask sure. that. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah well, I don't, I don't feel absolutely. like we're on a pendulum. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. I don't think we're, we're swinging out in the other direction. Yeah. I mean, we're swinging, but, you know, <laughs> <laughs> we're not swinging out in the other direction. <laughs> Yeah. Our swing is consistently down the middle. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. is there a place for kinks and fetishes within this community? And sure, there is. I'll tell you. Yes. Oh, yeah. There are definitely. I feel like I'm talking yeah. a lot, but I, no. Go ahead. You, you're. Yeah. No. Go. You're good. But Sasha, <laughs> <talk about more. laughs> so, like, we were at a lifestyle party in in Nashville, and I'll tell you that there's this these parties in Nashville card. Go to parties by, by vibe, partiesbyvibe.com, vibe parties with a V. These parties are fucking cool. Hotel takeovers, three to 400 people show up at once. They're all lifestyle. Everyone in the hotel's lifestyle. The pool's clothing optional. Like it's fucking cool. Come with us. I promise you we'll have a great <laughs> evening. No expectations. Oh, what are the dates? Okay. So, so. We yeah. are, we are he's like, down, but I won't be allowed to touch anyone other than him. <laughs> cool. That's great though. That's great. Yeah. Like so damn like, right. <laughs> I know. Like three in the morning, the party's moved to the pool from the dance floor to the pool in the hot tub. And we we're in the hot tub. We're all drunk, having a great time hanging out naked. And there's there's a couple leaning up against the wall. She has leather straps around her wrists that are behind her back. And she's blindfolded with this big leather strap. And she has a candle in her mouth. She's wearing panties and that's it. And this candle is dripping wax down her chest. Yeah, and we were watching this wax plate and it is. It was incredible. It was so. Go ahead. Yeah, it was so, so sensual. Yeah. Like we sat there in awe. Like it was beautiful. Every drip of wax down her chest and the way she would move and the energy mm-hmm. of. And the what they take that candle and drip wax on her nipples and on her belly and oh my god it was you gotta incredible. get in the butthole yeah <laughs> it, it doesn't hurt best <laughs> reaction best reaction 
it was a phenomenal experience to be an observer of the energy exchange in this moment. I think that was our first together exposure to anything yeah, it was really cool. BDSM related. So are there like sects of like this group of swingers are, are into BDSM, let's say, or whatever other kink is out there? Like, are there different sects or they just, it's all just mashed together? Mashed together, I think. Well, they're mashed together, but like there's um, like certain clubs that have that. But like even at Vibe, they have like the specific room where um, St. Andrew's Cross, St. Andrew's Cross. They have like Asibian. all these They even have like different types of whips and things like on the table that you want to use. Um, so it was definitely like an option for. Um, Do they have like any spatulas on the table? No way, I bring my own. <laughs> <laughs> There's one okay. couple. There's one couple we met. They had this yeah. electro electrical thing that you held in oh your hand, and it then when you would touch on. them, Shit's whack. the electricity would pass from your finger to them. Mm. I, I have it. It's fucking whack. <laughs> I was being polite. It looks. It looks cool as shit. It looks cool. It looks cool as fuck, but it sucks. I mean, if you're really, like, I'm, a, I'm a sadist, so it was too much for my tongue. We're we're really we're really I don't know old school new school I don't know we find a lot of our sex toys at Home Depot so if you want to do electro play we do we do, we do nine volt batteries you know like I, I would say that there's it. this like <laughs> this shit right here the executioner oh, the bug, bug zapper and the bug zapper yeah Holy much shit. much much better. Yeah, I could imagine you have a lot of fun with some nipples. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. I'm sure there's, yeah. there's, there's a good meshing between like there is, BDSM, like between but I think like traditional BDSM where it's like this, like, my, now I'm going to admit that I don't know a lot about it, but from what I do know, it sounds like there's this interplay of discussion Absolutely. and then it happens and then you come back after. Absolutely. Sort of a, I don't think that formal of a BDSM experience in our experience, we haven't experienced yeah. that. Yeah. But, with like other people, I know that people are very much that way with like um, their partner, you know, because yeah. trust. So it's not a whole lot of like, um, you know, with other people, unless if it's someone that you really um, know well and trust, you know, yeah. that share that experience together. But yeah. Yeah. So definitely you see, <laughs> you see um, hints of it. Yes. No, yeah. definitely. It's definitely overlap. I would think, yeah. I mean, I I would think that, yeah, 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 it, it, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We need to educate ourselves more. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> no, that's okay. Me as a whole, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. No. So, I mean, you guys are telling these stories of so many different parties. If you've been to one. Can you do them all, or like, are you ever, are you, are you ever shocked? It, it, like, have you been caught off guard ever again after the first one, or after the, the first one, you're like, we got this. I enjoy mm-hmm. looking at breasts. <laughs> <laughs> Need I say more? Need I say more? <laughs> I've seen a lot of breasts in my day. <laughs> that and i don't think i'll ever get tired of it with all due respects for the variety of breasts 
that are out there. Oh my gosh. So, they're a lot of fun. There's well, and there's a variety of different, I feel like at different levels, different people. Um, like when we were in California, we they had this resort, and um, so it was a clothing optional resort, so it was amazing. They had this big old pool. And it was clothing optional and, um, but that's thinking a clothing optional lifestyle <laughs> resort. It doesn't get better than that. It doesn't. And no. there are people who just were like, are, um, there to observe. There are people who just like are exhibitionists and there are people who actually like to participate in things. And so like to be, I, that's what we love is like just being able to go there and observe and take in everything. And, um, that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And then there were different places where like there are house parties where there are different playrooms. You can go with whoever you want to, you know, to these specific rooms. It doesn't have to be in an actual group setting. Um, just a lot of fun. I feel like in general, it's just been a lot of fun and it's been really whatever we've wanted it to be, you know, like there yeah. were some pools that we hit it right off with and we had a lot of fun with them. There were some that it was like, it took two or three times, you know, meeting up before we felt a good vibe or connection between, and then we felt comfortable um, going along those lines. So I feel like every party is kind of different. I feel like in California, there were a lot more people um, that were, you know, a lot of different variety. And like in these smaller communities, there's, it's, you know, it's definitely a smaller community that, yeah. um, that you meet in. So it's a little bit different. I feel like in, in places that aren't as um, populated as California, but yeah. we've had good experiences nonetheless in each of them, but mm-hmm. they, I feel like there are some that are definitely different than others. And, and I think that people make all the difference. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if you have people there that bring Absolutely. good energy and just want yeah. to have fun and yeah. sure. You know, like one, one couple we met up with at this place, exotic dreams resort hotel in Southern California in Palm Springs, like, we just decided to go the two of us one day. We met this super fucking cool couple on the fly. He looked like Dan Bilzerian and she was a supermodel. <laughs> oh. Hit it off with them. And yeah. then we played with them for like three hours that afternoon. Mm-hmm. And it was just this beautiful connected experience. And then the next time we go, we don't meet anyone, but we just hang out just the two of us. Yeah. We have this experience of two of us. And so yeah. there's so much variety. There's okay. so much that I I we've been on it almost three years and yeah. we're still love going to these parties so when you guys are going through this and you're talking about you know kind of making your connections and selections um and maybe you could speak for yourselves as well as like what you have observed with other couples uh, is there is there any kind of or it certainly sounds like there is a degree of selectivity and it, is that is that based on physical attraction? Is it based on emotional attraction? Is it based on a little bit of both? And, you know, it does the selectivity create any kind of air of judgment at these parties? Like, I feel like, (laughs) I mean, you would hope, or at least I would hope, I think when I think about these parties that judgments fall away and that you're not feeling them but i i don't know <laughs> you know these are kind of things that i'm wondering I love about I love that our, our mantra has become we are not everyone's cup of tea no. yeah yeah but we are someone's shot of whiskey <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying uh, yeah 
I'll tell a story. We were at a house party once, and well, so we're at a house a house party, and Sasha and this guy are totally hitting it off, and that's fucking cool, right? Yeah. Totally vibing hard. I meet his wife, and I'm like, "Damn, she's fucking cool, and she's hot. Like, this is fucking rad." <laughs> Now the four of us are together shortly after that. And we're all talking. And he is like, so look, guys, this is cool. We think you guys are cool. But nothing sexually is going to happen here. And we after were, like 10 minutes of 10 talking minutes to of each talking. other, right? Yeah. And, yeah. Wow. and retrospectively speaking, our initial response was like, like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the rejection <laughs> rails again. Well, yeah. You. I was like, second, peace out. I'm not going to waste my time anymore. <laughs> we, we were offended. Like, what the fuck's wrong with us? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what, have we not been talking for the last seven minutes? Like, okay, whatever. Whatever. I think what the take home that we've got from that is at the end of it, we were like, well, shit, we were there to hook up with someone. Yeah, and yeah. now we know that it's not you guys. Yeah. So we're going to move on. <laughs> right? In, in essence, they're doing us a favor by being so upfront yeah. with us. Mm-hmm. They're there to hook up. Mm-hmm. We're there to hook up. And now we can be like, thanks, guys. Let's yeah. be friends, but we're moving on. And that's you're not exactly. wasting two hours instead right. of 10 minutes or yeah exactly. and honestly i mean they're so good friends of ours so we laugh about this whole experience <laughs> but, oh, but uh, we've yeah. learned that to be in the lifestyle you have it's to be able yeah. to reject people uh-huh. and be rejected and accepted. yeah, yeah. Accepted. okay There's something really empowering about that. it is it's really weird but you know and i think and i think it's something that we're still learning you know like can you really like tell someone you don't want to fuck yeah, oh, like, that's kind of hurtful. All day long. And that's <laughs> sure exactly the point, right? That's exactly <laughs> the point, though. Like, you it's very empowering. Have... <laughs> <laughs> now I know how women feel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's awesome. uh, take your seat, dude. <laughs> For real. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the big, the biggest takeaway is that you have a voice. Use it. Mm-hmm. But it's hard if you don't know what you want. Is there preferences? So I'm tall. The first time I went to a vibe party in Nashville, oh I God. had six women come up to me and be like, "How big is your cock?" <laughs> they didn't even ask us who we were. They just wanted to know. And I, after a time, was like over, and I was like, "Bitch, you're not even gonna be lucky enough to know." Okay, so like, move along. I was like, totally at this point, I'm a really nice person, but at this point, I was like, four or five women. I was like, "What the fuck? Do we have no dignity anymore to like just talk to each other as human beings?" Yeah, this fucking question, and I was like. I was over it. And I was like, bitch, like, move along. Like, we're done. We're done. I was like, you're not going to be in this lineup anymore. I can either disappoint you now or disappoint you later. (laughs) (laughs) But it was really this thing where it was like, well, I now know that you're not my type. You know, like, if that's what you're here for, like, I mean, you know, so like, Yes, to answer your question, there's preference. Oh, absolutely. And you have to be mature enough to be like, you know what? Maybe that's not my cup of tea. Or maybe I'm interested in that, but she's not interested in me. Well, fuck, Mm -hmm. that sucks. That's disappointing, but 
I'll find my cup of whiskey or my yeah. shot of whiskey. Might, might yeah. be a couple at that point, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but I think, yeah. And even us learning to like navigate our types, you know, and I think the, the redeeming thing to that, that I'm, that I think we're both finding that we're open to is, is that I've had experiences where I thought someone was super fucking attractive, but the sexual experience was not good. Yeah. Like, not that connection there's not that vibe there's not that energy there's not that reciprocation or the communication physically wasn't there and it was like well, that's fucking dumb and then there were other experiences where i was like well i'm not like super interested but i'm still kind of an enthusiastic yes and then it ended up being a super fucking cool experience sexually i was like damn that girl was on fucking point <laughs> like in the mm-hmm we both had those experiences where it's sort of like you just kind of have to keep open mm-hmm. and be like, for us, it's like, is their energy good? You know, we're not religious. We're not spiritual. We're not superstitious anymore, but there's, there's this energy yeah, that people yeah. exude. That's yeah, like, sure. you, know, you know, you know, if you know, right. Yeah. Yes. Like, is their energy yeah. good? That's usually our biggest check, mm-hmm. you know, to they floss their teeth. <laughs> You're not flossing yes. your teeth. Regularly, I promise you, it's not going to go anywhere. I promise. (laughs) But that's true, though, for for both of us. That's true in the sense, like, if you have poor oral hygiene, sorry, we're not kissing. (laughs) If we're not kissing, we're not fucking. Like, yeah. I mean, I say that seriously. But I think, though, too, like, in the whole sense, that that is one hard thing about, I feel like, um, meeting people online and stuff is like, you can take an amazing picture, but like for me and for, I think for you too, like it's so hugely a part of like vibe, you know, right. are we going to get along? Do we have like things in common? Do we kind of have like the same, yeah. um, you know, outlook on, on the LS type of thing. And so yeah. look in the eyes when we talk. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like a big little thing. So like just that. little things yeah, that sure. it, for me is hugely a vibe. And then, then I feel like then kind of the physical component comes into play too. You know, absolutely. There should be that. And because after all, this is Just for fun. us, this is for us and for pleasure and right. for fun. Like, yeah. It's fun to have that sexual component too, but. And I don't think anyone would have an expectation that you have yeah. to have the sexual intercourse with people that you don't want to have sexual intercourse yeah, with. Like yeah, that's fucking absolutely. absurd to think about. So at some yeah. point you have to draw a line in the sand for what you want and what you're yeah. comfortable what you're okay with. Yeah. And using your voice to get that because you can get it. And I think that that's kind of what introduced us kind of to like the whole like separate play too. Cause it's like, how rare is it for like all four of us to fully get along? Like it definitely happens. We've definitely experienced it, but a lot of, there are some times where it's like, you know, if you want to take this one, like, that's cool. Like I'm, I support you in, you know, going and experiencing whatever you want to. And so I, so Vice that versa. Kind of, it, you know, opened that window for us too, to, to like realize, Hey, not, it's not always going to be a four group deal or you know however many you want to but it's like yeah, it's fine if you want to go and experience that cool on your own like i support you type of thing. sasha's <laughs> ability to take ownership of her pleasure mm-hmm. is so fucking empowering <laughs> in a sense that she can go into a situation knowing whether or not one she wants to be there and that for me as a partner builds a lot of trust that she's learned to use her voice to say i'm interested or i'm not when she goes in, she takes ownership of that experience and can have fun regardless. She's very vocal. I, I'm, I'm <laughs> she's wisely like, where you're going next. But <laughs> she enjoys 
She enjoys the orgasm, if I can say that respectfully. Okay. okay to the point where, like, I feel like I do as well. And there's something inherently beautiful right? and powerful yeah. about that. Yeah. I, I have very long fingers and strong hands. <laughs> to the point where it's been problematic when we're playing fours because I'm over here making this woman do her thing. And she's over here doing her thing that it can oftentimes distract. I know I'm being vague here. I have a gift at making women squirt. We'll just say that. And it's this situation. I say it with all due respect. Without, you know, whatever. So where at times it can be distractful to the other partner if they weren't expecting oh, yeah. that to happen. So we found that playing separately is like more enjoyable because now I can have the focus of this person without them getting distracted because my wife's over there making all this noise sitting on top of their husband. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm over here making her squirt and he's like, what the fuck? She's never done that before. Like, yeah. so it create this dynamic where it's like, just have some fuck in your attention. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. What do you mean you never watched porn before? Get out of here. <laughs> hey, once we started, I was very good at porn. <laughs> no. But I, I mean, I say that a little bit facetiously, but in the reality, it's like you're going to encounter these situations where it's like, okay, why are we doing this? We're here to have fun. Well, it's not fun when this girl's continually distracted because you're making my wife squirt. Or I'm over here and he's distracted because your wife's doing something that your long, your shorter fingers haven't been able to make her do. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like I'm an asshole. Don't put that in there. I know. <laughs> but it's the reality of what with it is the reality though of what we experience. You know, that oftentimes it's easier to just be like, okay, look, the, the both of you are into you. You like women, she likes you, he's into you. They're not into me. Cool. That's fine. You guys go have some fun. I'll be right here when you get back and vice mm -hmm. versa. And there's a lot of trust that we've learned mm -hmm. to build in that. And um, I think if anything, it's strengthened our relationship because we're exercising trust. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> as we begin to wind this down, I have. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't want to wind things down. I could talk forever. <laughs> okay. As we wind this down, and, and if you two are open to it, there's a strong possibility, we, depending on how this all turns out, that we would ask you to come back on and because there's a lot more to cover. But there are a couple things I want to make sure I cover. Um, one is sexual health and safety oh. amongst this community. Like, that's a big one I would love to know about. So let's Good. Same. Um, I work in medicine. Same. It is something that we've been extraordinarily aware of from the beginning. Mm -hmm. No yeah. one wants to go home with something you can't get rid of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's call a spade a spade. Anytime you kiss another person, you're at risk for an STI. Yep. Herpes. Yep. Um, that is the risk that every person in the lifestyle should be aware of. If you're not willing to at least submit yourself to some level of risk, this isn't for you. Obviously, not everything is herpes. Not everything is HIV. Not everything is hepatitis. Um, chlamydia, gonorrhea, you know, those, those, are, those are rampant. Um, right. We have set boundaries for ourselves that uh, we only have penetrative play with condoms. 
hard line okay. in the sand. So this is a rule that you two have, but this, I'm assuming may or may not be a rule with everyone I, else involved. Right. It's, it's not rules for everyone. It's, it's not rules yeah. for everyone. But I feel like as a community as a whole, like we get tested quarterly. We do get tested like, We do quarterly. get tested very often. And, you know, um, a lot of our good friends and stuff that are in the community do the same thing as well. And uh, so I feel like it's very, it's a very well-known, um, like protect yourself. You and know, and of, oftentimes that discussion happens even before play. Correct, like, Hey, yeah. when was the last yeah, time you guys were tested? Time, so. Right. Yeah. You know, we, we do get tested quarterly. It's not uncommon to get an anonymous text message saying, Hey, one of your partners has been exposed mm-hmm. to gonorrhea. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or whatever. You, you know, know, we've, we've, ex- sure. we've experienced that in the past, you know, yeah. and, um, we carry, when we go to these play parties, we carry this as an antiseptic mouthwash. And anytime there's sort of any oral contact, as soon as you can, you go in antiseptic mouthwash. Oh, interesting. Is there any, is there any like data research as to how effective that is? I've, this is just the first I've heard of this. And We do that out of practice just because it's what we've heard. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I That's a be, great question. I would be very yeah. interested in in looking into that. Yeah. And if there is better practice, I would I think Absolutely. we would be open to adopting Absolutely. that. But yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's definitely a concern. I would mm-hmm. say that generally speaking, in our experience, this community tends to be more educated than the public. Than okay. The and more aware of the general public. Okay. It's something that if they can't have a discussion with you about mm-hmm. condoms and about when they were last tested, cool. Here's your sign. We're out. You know, yeah, fair. Uh, um, we run into that even. Every, everyone tends to be cool with condoms, and if they're not, cool, we're out. Yeah. Not, not okay. for us. Yeah, and uh, so um, I, I do kind of have a related question, and maybe this is something that you guys don't ever partake in. But you know, as a female, I'm assuming that we're only talking about male condoms here. Um, like, if a male has a condom on and is having penetrative sex with multiple females, like obviously that isn't 100% um, protected. There could be female to female transmission if they're not changing condoms between each female. Like, is that something that you go to the extent of being diligent about if you are, yeah, I see head nods. <laughs> yeah. Yes, makes makes for a very colorful carpet. It does. It makes for a lot of, uh, <laughs> it can make for a lot of usage in one night, but absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hand washing too. Yes. As well. Hand washing. Like, hand if washing, I'm, absolutely. if I'm, if I'm playing with mm-hmm. my hands, I wash, I literally After get up and go wash time. my hands between each one. Mm-hmm. If, it, um, if it's a group play, but yes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We we're very we yeah, try, we try to be, to be very, very conscientious, conscientious and aware of that. that. Absolutely. No no one wants to go home with no. something that they can't get rid of. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Agree. So and if you do, you know, I mean, we have friends that, that are herpes two positive, you know, and and you know, it's they're not allowed to hang out anymore. No, no, acyclovir is, a, joke. is an amazing drug. Like it really is, you know. And we have we have a, a friend of ours that that is on the daily dose. And it was fantastic talking yeah. with her, and I went on this rabbit hole and of learning about how to, you know, and you know, it's it's a beautiful. You can still have a lot of fun even with. Yeah. So you guys um, don't excommunicate people. <laughs> <laughs> I had to run a full circle. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, that was right. There's a lot of ex-Mormon porn out there. You should check it out. <laughs> All right. So excommunicate people. I, <laughs> I would get slaughtered if I didn't bring this up before we wind this down. I need to know all the secret codes. <laughs> what is what is the pineapple thing? I've heard it for years. That's really all I know is the pineapple thing, honestly. There is a whole jargon underworld of yeah, terminology. There is. It's kind of pineapple. crazy. I don't even know what it is. But just like, the upside down just pineapple. Upside down pineapple. Just like, like I know some people that will go to the grocery store and they'll put an upside down pineapple in their grocery cart, like to see if that will spark up any conversation. There's people who has like um, things on their door or like decorations mm-hmm. in their, in their house. house. In my, you know, clothing. I have a belt that has pineapples yes. on it. Yes, well, upside down. That are some. Okay. Yeah. That, where'd you get that from? That's a good question. Dude, I was just I at know. some shop in Southern California. Like, it's like some sold. Random, some <laughs> so there are like some things. I know that like not everything pineapple like stands for that. So I, I know, but like that is just like one noticeable symbol. And, for and it. what you could do is you could go up to them and be like, I really <laughs> like your pineapple shirt. Yeah. And if and they then, just were like, oh, thanks, oh, thanks. then mm-hmm. that's fine. But if they're like, oh, thank you. We love pineapples. Like. <laughs> sometimes it might spark up some conversation, but. There is that. There's, um, we talked a little bit about soft and full. And there's soft, this whole soft. world of jargon soft, swap, <clears throat> full, swap. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. There's like a unicorn, which is like a single female. Yep. We're like, familiar. We're familiar with that one. <laughs> we look for those. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> a single male in the lifestyle. Full swap is penetrative sex. Mm-hmm. Soft swap is it's like, like non penetrative oral play mm-hmm. type stuff. Hands. Um, I feel like there's so playing much separate, that playing know. together. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I, I would say get on TikTok. There's just type so in swinger. About that. There's so much that. information of people. That's there's so this funny. swing talk community that's really educational swing and fun. There's websites too. If you're interested in sort of dipping your toes into this, there's one website called sls.com. Another one, Cassidy. K-A-S-I-D-I-E dot com. They're like Facebook for swingers. You can post pictures and videos and get to know people in your area. Um, there's a there's a ton of information. When when I was up front with one of my physicians about what we were doing and why I was needing to get tested quarterly, she was like, How do you find out about this? There's this whole underground world, and you probably know people who are in the lifestyle who are just your regular neighbors next door. That's the thing. You'll go to a lifestyle party and be like, see all walks of life. You're like, I'll tell you about this one story. There was a friend that we did CrossFit for a while. And there was a friend who we um, would go to the same gym and we like walked into the, it was the clothing optional resort. And we walked in and we're like, here I am butt ass naked. We are like naked, you know, and we're like, Oh my God. Oh my God. But of course it's like, you have this, like, it's like an unknown, you know, like bond now. It's like, okay, like you're not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. And we, I mean, we're about it, but you know, it's kind of this like unknown, like a bond now that we have like with each other like she's like you're not gonna say anything right yeah, and we're like, like as no, long I'm as you like, don't yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay we're good <laughs> so yeah it was fun oh, but yeah i know i can't think of any other jargon yeah. right, but yeah what's 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 the swear code for piss play 
For what? For piss play. Piss fun? Piss play. Oh, oh piss play. No idea. I don't know. I have no idea. You have to hook up in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, just your typical like golden shower. Golden shower. It's yeah, a toilet upside anywhere. down. You wear toilets yeah. upside down. Water everywhere. sports. Okay, yeah. I've heard it referred to as water sports. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. All <laughs> right. Same as BDSM. Every time I yeah. every time I ask a bitch if she's into water sports, she's like, "Well, do you have a jet ski?" I'm like. Do you have a boat? (laughs) She weeded herself out there. I'm a piss on you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys, this has been fucking amazing. Um, I think it's one of the best podcasts I've done to date. Um, So I want to. We're honored to be a part of it. Yes, thank you so much. Um, shout out to our little pharmacist friend that connected us. I appreciate that. I don't want yeah, to put a name out there and throw anybody out there like that. So I won't. Um, and like I said, if you guys are willing, there's a strong possibility that people are going to want to hear more. So if they do, I would love to have you guys back on. That'd be our, that'd be our pleasure. Yeah. Anybody want to add anything before we, and don't worry, my sign off is not going to be the same as last time. <laughs> I, would, I would say listen it's probably your communities probably are in alignment with this but you can have the life you want 100%. you really can yeah. learn to speak your truth learn to live authentic learn to find your desires you know i mean i feel like i'm a little bit late to the game sexually Absolutely. but fuck we're having a lot of fun learning and living our best life. right exactly, and experiencing yeah. it and so yeah. you can really have you just find the right words with your partner. Maybe they're, you know, how do you introduce that to your partner? It might not be like, hey, what do you think about fucking other people? <laughs> you know? <laughs> but like, but like yeah, you know, sure. if you yeah. if you can be, you know, intentional, like you can have the life you want. Absolutely. That, that, my biggest take home from all of this is, yeah. you know, be eager to forgive, love. And have fun. That's all it's Fuck about. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would 10 out of 10 have drinks with you two motherfuckers anytime. I would even let you take oh me God, to a sweet. swinger party. Ooh. Oh, shit. Hey, are you into water sports? <laughs> Indeed. You can find me in the bathroom, sir. You can watch. You can watch. Maybe maybe you'll have an experience the way that you experience like the woman with the, with the wax stripping. Like maybe you'll see that connection and the eye contact and the, yeah, maybe you'll, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe there'll be something that flutters there. (laughs) Well, ladies and gentlemen, until next time. Much love. Thank you so much. Um, I guess that's it. And uh, we'll see you soon, guys. Remember, always be a good girl for daddy.